You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. With Shannon Lee and Rachel Cobb, check. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast, you dig? Welcome to Playing with Balls. We have the lovely and talented Nicole Seidman. She is the host of the blog and web show, hashtag say what, and the OG WAG. We are so excited to have you. Thank you. I like how you said Welcome. the OG. I meant like A-O-G. Oh, no. That's okay. The You're the OG. It's okay. I'll, I'll take it. You, you could <laughs> be the OG. If Playing with Balls says it, I'm taking yeah. it. <laughs> Explain a WAG to our oh. listeners. Okay, well, a WAG is like the cliche name for a, a wife or girlfriend of any kind of professional athlete so oh, that's man. what it is yeah did you say you're you were ever a wag or in the wag club Ooh. was i in the wag club yeah i was in the triple a ball club wag club okay that's like <laughs> very healthily on your way there oh yes. my god yes. no they were like foray they were like terrible they were like <laughs> baseball players when i lived in orlando then oh. i dated like one and then this other one stalked me like a crazy person Shut up. Yeah. baseball players are a little weird if yeah. i do say so myself they're like a different kind of uh, yeah. mentality right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what about yeah. you uh well, I dated a baseball player yeah. who is uh, never made it past um, like a city league, so I don't think that really counts. So, like, this is back in middle school, or yeah. it's actually recently. But okay. Okay. so I'm not. I'm probably not. I have to set my sights a little bit higher. But yeah. you know, it's a little depressing sometimes. I think like because I love sports so much, and like I've always gelled with athletes. Um, but I'm like, I think I might be like too old now. Too old to date an athlete? Yeah. yeah no, well, they have to I, be you, like you retired. Be really? Well, yeah, yeah I do. He's retired. Yeah. I don't need to know anything else. I do. Okay, but he's an ex NFL <laughs> player, and he's. 40. I don't know how old you are, but I'm just saying, like, you're not good. too old yeah, to join 40 the club. Yeah, 40's good. Yeah. I'm a lot younger than 40, but, like, I think dating... Yeah, I no, 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 I know. <laughs> but I think, like... That's because he's older, yeah, yeah. But yeah. dating, like... But dating like older than you, I think, is good when you're single because mm-hmm. y- you know women mature faster than men in that whole thing. You know, so I try to date like five or six years ahead of me, so okay. that w- that could make sense. I think that's good yeah. it's, until you turn like sixty, and then it's then like it's you like, know, like younger. You the go pool backwards. is very yeah, small you go backwards, then. But yeah. for young girls like you and I, and I, I think yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you are. are. Yes, of course. Dating What's good. the like, point? Is we're all very young. That's yes, the point. We can't see us, but we're telling you. Yeah, I'm hot and yeah. Now, but what's the cap? for the players though like do the Age? players yeah do they it's would they even date us that, well okay here's the thing nfl players are younger like they were reti- you know yeah, that was my point kind of yeah for nfl yeah. yes like the, you know if you're tom brady just turned 40 which is like amazing Old, like that's right. a huge career for a football player because there's so many injuries yeah. and like so much competition um, but like baseball players and basketball players play older, don't they? Baseball yeah. players certainly do. Baseball I think all do. Three. Yeah, but I still don't think that any sport really pushes much over forty. So yeah, yeah. but NFL would definitely be the youngest. I would say. I don't mm-hmm. know about hockey. I know nothing about hockey. Uh, like hockey, to go to like she knows a lot. Hockey, yeah. and, but you can hockey. play hockey pretty long if you don't get injured. But um, th- there are some players who are old, but the life, the shelf life, I think, is a little less than basketball and baseball. Yeah, because you get hurt pretty bad and yeah. tore up. And, they, yeah, and hockey players play on injuries all the time and they don't report it. Yeah. Because when you're playing, like if you're injured and you go back out, they don't report it so that the other team doesn't know that you got a bad injury. Right, because that's, that's how up. they play. That's yeah. hockey. Can you imagine ice skating with an no. injury? Like it's one thing to maybe run on a football, but ice skating, it's no. a lot of skating. 
Well, I can't even ice skate. No, I went alone like backwards with a stick and a puck and like right? with a man crashing into you. Pads? I can't well, imagine. I was just gonna say, and like fighting is like it's a little fake, I think, in hockey. Okay, I mean, I it, 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 it is. A, well, yeah, it's encouraged, but it's a little bit of like a show. But yeah. like, yeah. that's the only sport where like that's kind of a thing. Like mm-hmm. with the NFL, Thank that's God. obviously you get like penalized for that. But like the level of like impact to your body in the NFL and the hockey, I'd have to think hockey is the same as the NFL yeah. where you can't, the longevity is yes. less, Not as I guess. I would agree. And yeah. then, like, I always thought that when my husband played football, like, you know, when they are about I know nothing when they're about to start and you know they kick, punt the ball whatever uh-huh. they do and then they all just go charging at each other like beasts and I'm like I would turn and run the other way like <laughs> I do not know how that's not scary like running f- as fast as you can towards another giant oversized human I know oh, no well I mean and ice skating same thing you get some speed on skating yeah, oh, yeah. More, a little know. more when I you would watch think. these guys get hit you know and it's like how can your body take that you it know can't. over time Apparently, yeah no yeah well, from that's, what they're learning yeah that's why a lot of these guys have issues later yeah. on in life because of the impact to their body and all the hits that they're taking in the head and stuff right. you know yeah that's Hence like a concussion movie. that yeah that movie. that movie was like crazy yeah what was yeah. that like for you watching your husband play NFL and like get his at like get pummeled yes. by the way players. for yes. our yes. listeners we should just give a shout to your husband so oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's some context no. here yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so my husband well, do you want me to like actually shout him out or give a little? Yeah, background? shout him out. Sure, because I did. Hey, babe. Yeah. But, uh, so he, he was a tight end. He went to UCLA and then got drafted by the Carolina Panthers, where he mm-hmm. played for four years, and then um, got picked up by the Colts for a year. But he got injured the first day of training camp with the oh, Colts, no. so he never actually like. Yeah, so it was five years, but really four. And, it's pretty um, long, though. It was good. Yeah. You know, it was good, and actually. This is really cool because in football, like football has the, which is ironic because they have the most injuries and stuff like that. They get paid the least and they have the worst contracts. So they like, get, they get paid the least. I didn't know that. Compared to basketball. And, oh yeah, and yeah, and baseball, NBA is that, yeah. yeah. Which remember, I don't know anything about hockey, so but it seems <laughs> yeah. like they get paid a lot. But yeah, <laughs> anyways, and football, your contracts aren't guaranteed. Right, so, right. Like, it takes your four years and then wait your what is it the fourth game of your fourth year before you even get your retirement guaranteed what yeah and he tore his acl the fourth game of his fourth year and i i was it was an away game and i'd made him a cake it was like a big deal it's like you get vested that's it's a big deal you know yeah that's your future that's your future yeah and it's a big one it's a good one but you know and so i'd made him this cake anyways then i'm watching the tv and i realize i noticed like Mike's not out. Like, where's Mike? And then his uncle calls, and he's like, where's Mike? I'm like, I don't know. Then Mike calls in the, in the middle of the game, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, that mm-hmm. never would happen. Yeah. Tore his ACL, and then it never fully healed, and he, that was... Tore it again. Tore uh-huh. it. But the funny thing was, was he came home all, like, so sad and upset, and I had this cake that said congrats, like, as big as it could be. And I'm like, well, the silver lining is, you got your retirement. So, oh, like, that's well, what I was going to ask. Yeah, he played. Sure. Yeah, he got it. But, like, it was the last oh, game he played. Oh, my God. Thank God. Yeah. Because if it was, like, game three, you wouldn't have got it, right? No. Oh my god! I know. Well, I the know. first pl- the first place where my mind went was he didn't get it because yeah, that's he, got what I it. he got it. Oh, yeah. thank, thank God! Because he was out there suited. He played like the first half, and then yeah. So and you're still like you know it, it sucks, but like it would have sucked more if it was like game oh, three. It sucked way more. Yes, yeah, exactly. It was like kind of weird. It's interesting. interesting. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that. Yeah. So mm. how did you meet your husband? Um, we met in high school. Oh, we went okay. To the same high school, Aww. but he was like two years older than me and I had been at a private school so I came in late to the high school I came in in 10th grade and he was a senior so it was like big man on campus we yeah. didn't really know each other and I knew no one and then we would just hang out um, he went to UCLA my best friend's sister dated a guy on the team 
um, he was crazy and she was crazy. But we'd always <laughs> go down and have, have a good time and hang out at UCLA and like, you know. I bet that was a fun school to party at. Oh, Westwood's a blast. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't actually go to UCLA. People mm-hmm. always think that. And I'm like, no, no, no. I did not have a 4.10 mm-hmm. million GPA. Nor did I play any sports. <laughs> so I went to the community college and then, you know, finished in Charlotte. Yeah. Where are you yeah. guys from? Where did you grow up? We're both from out here, from Westlake, like oh. the Burbs. Yeah. Oh, Westlake Village? Yeah. Oh, what a nice place yeah. to be from. It's a good place. Well, I grew up in the Valley and then moved there when I was like 12. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm from New Jersey. So okay. that's different. So we're, <laughs> yes. yeah. Very so I'm like so even where no whatever you know it's it, but I've been to Westlake Village it's very nice it's yeah. really pretty yeah. yeah I bet it was a, a neat place to grow up yeah and we moved back there after he was done and our family's all out there so it's a good place oh that's cool yeah. that's really cool yes the parking is very easy you yeah, know we not, don't have to worry about <laughs> permit city street parking yeah wanting a permit out to Nicole like hurry put this in your car like for the meter to me I'm like I don't know the protocols I get tickets all the time when I'm out here because I'm used to just pulling up and hopping in so right. you got to live in Charlotte for a couple years I assume yeah we lived there for four years I. Oh. I have to say, well, that's the first thing my I thought about because that's why I was asking like where you're from, just to build some context around totally. Charlotte. Because I went to college in South Carolina and I used to go to Charlotte a lot, and awesome. I thought it was just the cool. It, it was small, but it's amazing. But it's like yeah. you can own also, by the way, property yes. there. You can own like a McMansion mm-hmm. for like five dollars. Like Literally. it's like so cheap, and I, it's good weather. It's not like you, you know what I mean? It like is. It's the weather's decent. Good. The people are really nice. Like Norman could have been is in nice. Buffalo. Like Norman's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yes. could have been in Buffalo. I know. Could have been in Green Bay. My yes, <laughs> I don't do Charlotte's well not snow. a bad place Charlotte to be. Charlotte was amazing. We would we like contemplated for a half, half a second staying but all of our families in California mm-hmm. and the other thing is is like just to be honest like they are still definitely really racist out there I just have to say oh, that yeah. that surprised me a little bit I was like ooh this that was a reality and we had our daughter and I'm like mm. what years did you live there um okay let's think about this 2003 <laughs> to okay. 2000 wait four years 2007 well, because yeah. I asked you yeah. because when I... You I, would have been there then, right? I was there till... I, w- I was in South Carolina, which, two hours away, until 2005, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. And, oh, yeah, but, yeah, we could have, like, been friends. I, I don't know. They are very close, North and South Carolina. They I are. Well, no. I used to have to go through Charlotte <laughs> to drive home to Jersey. But, see, yeah. even being from the being from the Northeast, you know, what is it, above yeah. the Mason-Dixon line? Dixon, Dixon yeah. line? Like, I grew up in a much more culturally diverse area and so I didn't really know anything about racism growing Mm -hmm. up because I mean there was a a little bit of it but I didn't feel I didn't feel it as an issue especially as a white girl like I just it you know I was just surrounded by like you know I was right outside of Philadelphia so it was like very diverse and then I went to South Carolina and I'm like I mean I don't know if this is like the right or wrong thing to say because I love where I went to school but I'm like I had made a comment to somebody at one point I was like are they gonna put in separate water fountains, watering fountains? Like yeah. seriously, it was really it was that, strange. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a trip because growing up like that and the way you know, mm-hmm. I had no idea. So that I, really I understand existed that anymore it was culturally shocking right. it to me. me. Yeah. And people were prejudiced against me. I'm sure you probably didn't go through the same thing, but they're particularly prejudiced against people from the Northeast because they of are. the Civil War. They are, yeah. Still, they I heard people say Yankee. They would call. They like, call me still Yankee. Say that like they'll yank. They would. Uh, they thought I was because they could tell because I talk very fast and I. Yeah. guys a lot like you guys <laughs> they always say or they thought I was from up north and a few of them would be like are you a Yankee and I'm like people still say that oh that my god just as racist happens. and you're like still persisting this stereotype by saying Yankee and yes. like I went to college in New Orleans and New Ooh. Orleans is like not it's as racist yeah. yeah there's a much more like blend between black and white mm-hmm. and yellow and brown and green yeah. and purple but like 
uh, there's still a little, depending on where you go. Like if yeah. you go, but if you go like right outside the city limits, mm-hmm. ra- it's racist. Yes. But if oh. you're in New Orleans, New Orleans proper, yeah. and if you lived there and you grew up there, it's, it's different. But the minute you step outside, it's the same thing that you guys are talking about. Yeah, Definitely and I always that. felt yeah. like Charlotte was... Well, Charlotte, I felt, was a little bit more progressive than yeah. where I was because I was in, like, a really small town, but it was, like, a big college town. What was it? Clemson. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And so it was, like, 25,000 people yeah. uh, that were students, and then it was, like... From everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and then it was, like, Ma's Diner and, like, weird totally. stuff. Like, that was... Yeah, the, the college sticks. was it. Yeah, yeah. and, like, that we had a lot of diversity because of recruiting for sports because we're D1. Yeah. But then outside of that, it was, like, really just very odd to me, but it was more, like... I remember seeing a Confederate flag yeah. in somebody's car. Oh, totally Like in the yeah. car window. And I, see, nobody warned me, though. I yes. don't know how you felt going into it, but, like, nobody warned me no. that this was going to happen. I was no warned one, I was shocked. I worked at a little bar because I was, like, hell-bent on, like, keeping oh, my yeah. independence. And I was, like, 20. So I went to school. I worked at this fun bar that was, like, a glorified Hooters. And I'll never forget, I was standing there waiting for the bartender to make a drink. And I heard this guy, like plain as day say the n-word and I was shocked like I ran to the back in the kitchen to all the girls I'm like you guys the guy at the bar just said the n-word and they were like yeah yeah and and I was like I was appalled I was shocked but I agree with what you were saying about being in the city Charlotte's a lot of transplants so it wasn't as much but any outskirts and the people that grew up there yeah but what I learned from one of my best friends in Charlotte who is still one of my best friends to this day we always say we broadened each other's horizons because I was shocked at how like ignorant and racist she was but she didn't realize she was yeah like she was like I never knew that that was really that bad growing up that's just what my parents called black people and I'm like that's appalling and it's horrible but yeah i couldn't really be mad at her for it because she really was ignorant like that's she did a really not good know. perspective too yeah. to like for somebody to be open enough to say like this is not it's not like i have this huge wherewithal of the yeah. world that we live in mm-hmm. it's like i live in a very small world i've yeah. never left it and she like it takes somebody like yeah. you to come in and like broaden that perspective and she was like open to that instead of being very closed off you totally. know I pre- yeah and she got on an airplane and came out to LA like she definitely oh, awesome. grew or is growing so but it, yeah I learned that and that- then, oh. The Can't flip is just what yeah. you were saying about how we all were. Like, we went to these towns thinking that this didn't even still exist. Yes. Like, because we lived in a world where Russell wasn't yeah. there, you know? Yeah, yeah. we were taught like, about it in the past. Huckleberry but... Finn or whatever, right? Yes. <laughs> like, I knew it was obviously happened, obviously, years ago. Maybe my grandparents were, like, racist, but I just didn't really realize it was still so... But it went both ways. Like, the black people didn't like the white people as much as... The, it was went both ways. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. really just one-sided, so... Well, really and, like, I, felt, I went into it, like, I was not, like, a history major or history buff, but, like, I knew, like, like generally what happened in the Civil War, you know, yeah. from, like, remembered <laughs> yeah. from, like, school. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. the one class I wasn't, I was like, so asleep glad. in. That was a good idea. Well, you know, I knew something was off, and this is, like, a real story. <laughs> when I was driving down to college and we stopped at, like, some Civil War, like, monuments, and as soon as we got below the Mason-Dixon line, I swear to God, that it started getting strange because like Robert E. Lee was a general in like the Confederate for the Confederacy or whatever and it was like the wording was like here's where he fought and like should have won or like he kind of won or it was just like super strange he won in spirit it was just the way that even the monuments are set up is like like confusing and I'm like no it's a pretty black and white thing who won no black and white yeah Yeah. and then then I uh, learned later on I had this like weird uh, leadership class and I learned a lot about like the south and how the south evolved and this is a real thing and people can dispute this and if they want but like i learned in this class that the actual history books in in the southern states 
were changed. Yeah, they were oh. to teach history to mm. kids about the Civil War that are not that is not accurate mm-hmm. to what really happened. That's crazy. Yeah. Have they been changed back? No. What? So they're still yeah. like so that. When I had if maybe I, could, I don't know if I should save it for a baller story, but Ooh, like I don't know yeah. if it really is one. But like I, one of the first arguments I got in, and this is like so nerdy. When I was like eighteen, was at a frat party about the Civil War. I got into a legit argument oh, with somebody. I'm surprised. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. listen, I'm not here, I'm not like at MIT, like trying to have like intellectual discussions yeah. at a beer, like at a keg party. Yes. Like, why are we fighting about this? But it was just like, the opinion was like, different. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, something that shouldn't have been an opinion, it was a fact. You were probably, they were probably talking about, you're like, no, that's wrong. You yeah. Were just, yeah. It's not really a baller story, it was mostly just like, I was Maybe like. busted his balls. It's yeah, a good way to, I did, but it was a good way to like, Get introduced. I actually have another one I wrote down, but like introduced <laughs> to like what you're talking about about being culturally shocking. Where like yeah. I actually heard a guy say like the South won the Civil War or something <laughs> weird. You're like, and I'm like, first slave? of all, nerd. Yeah. Why are you talking about this at a fraternity party? So, uh, um, like that's not sexy. But then second of all, I walk. I thought I was being helpful and I had no friends yet. <laughs> so I like tapped him on the shoulder <laughs> to educate him. To educate yeah, him, and I was like, out. I was like, Good hey, person. no, the yeah. North won the Civil War, and oh my god. <laughs> That was like, that was like, I can't even believe that this conversation happened. That's what I'm saying. It's so nerdy. But like, and then some girl from Connect, I was like arguing with this guy and I was just like, like do Google it. And then I was like confused. I was confused. We had cell phones, but we didn't have like great internet capability. Encyclopedia Britannica. That's what was what what our Google was. But I was like appalled. I was like, this is like a real, like this is not like a subjective situation here. And then uh, some girl saved me. She, this girl, my very first friend at Clemson, tapped me on the shoulder and she I could tell immediately she was from the northeast because of her accent and she was like I just had that conversation the other day and she goes you're not gonna win she goes just, just if you want to make friends here and she's uh, from Connecticut yeah she's like I think it's weird too and I'm like where the fuck are we that's yeah. taking it to a whole nother level though that, that, about the textbooks oh, you know what I mean it's I wasn't like Bible, within your own though. home to be raised like in an ignorant manner but like that the fact that they're teaching them that in schools is crazy oh yeah. my god and I'm they're Jewish so and I didn't like, even tell crazy. people that because no. that's a whole nother no. thing yeah, I'm, I'm half Arabic you think I told that I told I told someone once and they were like you mean an Arab? And oh, I was like, yeah. well, yes, but just the, yeah, they didn't know what. Wait, Persian what, people, Samoan what, people, they thought what it was a Girl Scout cookie. Oh. I swear to God, I was talking about a Samoan person, and they were like, like that, the girl, I'm like, that's Samoans a Samoan are Arab. Okay. A girl no, Scout cookie. I was saying they didn't know, like, whatever. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. Wait, um, what are you? My dad's Arabic, and my mom's. From, like, but where? Palestinian. Okay, yeah. I'm half Syrian. No way. And part Serbian and Polish. Oh my gosh, we're that's cousins. a nice blend. We are cousins. <laughs> That's what we say. Yeah. That's what we say. Like you're from that area. We're like, oh, we're cousins. Oh, my dad first met my husband, who like actually, my husband's half Jewish and half Italian, so like he's dark and stuff. And my dad was like, you, you guys look like cousins. Like it was the biggest compliment. (laughs) I'm like, that's awkward. Like, and then we just went to this big Arab wedding, and all my cousins were like, hey, he looks like our cousin. I'm like, it's my husband. I sleep with him. (laughs) And Charlotte thought we were brother and sister for years. (gasps) Really? Because there are brown people. You know what I mean? It's like, so we must be related. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's funny. Well, it's like, and it's like, yeah, like diversity and like having mixed religious backgrounds, because I'm half Jewish. Yeah. Like, you know, mixed ethnicities. That's very common, like everywhere else. Yes. Well, and in that little bubble Mm -hmm. of the South. Yeah. You know? And like you said, like traveling outside, like I got lost once. I lived in Charlotte, but I got lost, took wrong turn. Yeah. Within 20 minutes, I was, first of all, in South Carolina, which I had no idea was it's that close. It's very close, yeah. I, so I rolled into this gas station. It looked, I was in, like, the sticks, middle of nowhere. There was pickled pig's feet and, like, yeah. all these things. Yeah. I'm like, where am I? And it was literally 20 minutes outside of Charlotte. So, like, 
I don't know. The South is so different, different like that, too, where you're in this big city and then all of a sudden you're nowhere. And yeah. You don't, oh, and there's yeah. Flags I went to Boone, North Carolina once. Oh, I've been to Boone. It's nice. Yes, it's very yes. pretty. The mountains are gorgeous. The mount, but the mountain yes. people are a little what you scary. Yes. I went through this thing called Mountain Weekend Ow. for the fraternity thing. Was that the dog thing. just attack no, you? my hand. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And I was like, these mountains. I mean, I'm just going to say it. I'm being prejudiced now, racist against these Here mountain people, but I'm like, they're going to kill us. They look like they, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy lives out here. Does have a little hint of that vibe. But it's yeah, gorgeous, it's so though. It's, yeah. yeah, the South is very, very pretty, though. Yeah, yeah. especially those mountains. Yeah, there. very pretty. Yeah. Speaking of, like, cultural differences and just in entering worlds that are very different, yes. what was that like entering the NFL as, like, a wife and, like, being in that culture, that was, which is yeah. completely yes. different, right? Yes. Okay, so I was so naive about it because I didn't grow up watching football, mm -hmm. and we, were, we did it in college. So, like, so when I... I just had no idea. I, I didn't even realize that people were like that obsessed with professional athletes. You right. know what I mean? Like that even was a shock to me because my family's just not like that. Yeah. So I just, but I think that's good. And my husband's not the type and he never has been like, he never like let that define him. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like yeah. he wasn't really into the like celeb side of like being an athlete, which I would have been by the way, if I was Sam. Like, <laughs> I been, like, yes. But luckily he wasn't because that would actually yeah. buy me obnoxious. Yeah. I was yeah. like, but, um, so we, stayed it was very normal and like the friends that we made like close friends that played on the team also were normal so that's the thing that i think is one of the biggest mix when actually this is actually oh this could be a baller story go ahead you can tell your you baller, can tell your baller, baller story, story now, now. Well, this is kind there's of there's no okay. rules i'm playing yeah. with balls so podcast i've always said since then and like i i remember during it thinking there had this there should totally be a reality show about the reality of life in the nfl because mm -hmm. it's so different than like people's you know interpretations and back then there was no reality shows then they started making them and they were just like so extreme yeah. and ghetto and catty and just really actually painting the athletes in a horrible light like yeah. they're all cheaters and you know yeah and I didn't that's not the reality of what I experienced of course it happens like there were times where we'd be out and I would see one of his teammates who I knew was married make out with another girl you Whoa. know what I mean oh, that's tough but the, I, you know unless you were close with a plumber wife. like I've seen his friends make out with you know that's what I mean? true. Like, if a man's gonna cheat they're gonna cheat athletes get way more ass thrown their way so I yeah. think that's why it's Tempting. like more predominant but yeah. there was a ton of like players who were amazing husbands like sweet fathers and just normal like you'd be hanging out with them and it's just not you know yeah so um so the baller story was Keyshawn Johnson played with my who's a huge like my husband yeah. played five years it was a very average you know career he was never like you know famous if you will yeah other, unless you follow football yeah um but Keyshawn Johnson, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah, was. An, and I yeah. was saying something. Oh, he was talking about his ex-wife to me, and he was saying how she just was all about keeping up with the Joneses, and mm. you know, if like a, one of the teammates' wives got a car, she had to get a better car, and, you know, all like that. Right. And I'm like, that's so funny. Like, I did not experience that when I was there. And mm. he was like, well, that's because you, Mike, wasn't on the level I was, and I could not believe he said yeah. that. And I was like, <laughs> at first, my instinct was supposed to be like, that's rude. And then I was like, wait, that's absolutely true. So like, yeah. I don't know, maybe that did go on. Yeah to some extent and I just didn't pay attention to it and notice it because I wasn't and I was not officially a wife until the very last year so maybe uh, I was left out of it I don't know well, you, you were just I, the G the girlfriend I was the G I, <laughs> and my friends were the G's and the F's the, some fiancés mm -hmm. you know we all transitioned to wives but anyways so yeah. my experience and also Charlotte like is such a nice place and I know people were from all over but like the wives would get together and have Bibles study like Whoa. that's like what 
they did, it wasn't so salacious. Like people yeah. think. Yeah. So of that's that like the exist. exception. You do I you think, think like so. all these reality TV shows are like and the they those women are the exception to the rule. Obviously it's glorified because it's yeah. Hollywood and those are it's for TV and they have plot lines and all that. Totally. But like are those group of women the like the exception? I would say so. I would say that and you're more sure. the rule like just like well, every from, it's a little my, more normal in my experience yes and like I always wondered like I wonder if he played for the Miami Dolphins if it would be a different vibe or like right. the LA now or the Rams, LA Rams yeah. or the you know whatever New York City's team is yeah, like, right. you the know, Giants. I, don't, I don't know if the city affected it Charlotte was a sleepy town like there wasn't a lot to do there wasn't a lot of like root opportunity for scandal and like but if you're in a city like that, or in there, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally yeah. makes sense. I think it would change the vibe of, like, the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there was definitely, yeah. And the other reality of it is that it's, like, even for those, I mean, except for, for the the very few, the Keyshawn Johnsons, the Tom Brady's, who right. are the minority of football players. Of because yeah. most of it's a huge team. I mean, they're the, you know. Yeah. Um, it's really more stressful than, you know what I mean? People like injuries or, mm-hmm. you know, your, my husband, I remember, like, his first year was, like, this is so different than college football. Like um, at wow. UCLA, like I, we were, I was a part of a team. Like my, th- those guys are like his brothers. They were yeah. his teammates. He's like, this is like cutthroat. Like that other guy wants your job. You know what I mean? Like he's mm-hmm. pissed at you because you came on as a rookie and took money for, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, and the, the coaches are, well, you know, it's really cutthroat yeah. for my husband. He's sensitive. That was hard for him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. I don't know. That was a different reality also. And just the stress of that, like, unless you're one of the main top guys, like, you know, but that's yeah, probably even still stressful, you know? Because yeah. you could be a guy that, in the top of your pressure. game. Yeah. And you gotta live up next, to that. You yes. could be, like, out, you know, like, yes. right after that. My husband's coach said this quote, which I think is hilarious and I use all the time. And he said, um, you, could been, you could build a thousand bridges, but you suck one dick and you're a cocksucker for life. Meaning, oh, you could be the best yes. guy on the team, have, like, scored 10 million touchdowns for them, and you fumble one ball, and it's, like, all everybody's talking about for, like, the next however you're long. Like, you know? Like, it's a very, right? For sure. Like, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I'm or from, like, what, what's the swimmers guy? He's realizing that now. Uh, oh, Ryan Lochte. Lochte. Yeah. 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 Well, and I'm That's a, film a great quote. That is, you know, I was just going to say. It's so true, too, It's a very poignant yeah. quote because it's really just saying you're only as good as your last play. Yeah. But it's yeah. a much cooler way of saying it. And <laughs> I'm like, I just think, like, I'm a Philadelphia fan and we're traditionally, like, the biggest, like, the biggest, like, most passionate fans, but we'll turn our back, like, in a second um, the, on somebody. The Philadelphia fans are crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a nuts. hardcore okay. Philadelphia fan. I went, they had a playoff game. The first year he was with the Panthers I remember, was the year of the Super Bowl. I remember they played <laughs> yes. the Panthers. Yeah, I remember and that game. It was a playoff game. We, we, that was, like, 2005 or... It was whatever. It was the... Three. Three. Okay, I yeah, think, yeah, Right? Yeah. That was the year they went to the Super Bowl, yep. the Panthers. It was that game right before, I think. Yep. I think it was going to determine which one went. Mm-hmm. And I went to the game. And, like, I remember the group of people that I were, was with... They were like, you cannot wear any Panthers gear. Like you can, like oh, I, you no. can't cheer for them. You can't. No. And I, so I didn't. I sat quiet, and I've never been so fucking cold in my entire life. <laughs> Holy shit! I even had those warmers in my gloves and stuff. I was freezing. But when they lost, they, they were throwing trash cans. They were yeah. fighting. It was. Crazy. Yeah. Her. She is that Okay, listen, way. I've never thrown a trash yeah. can. I would never do that. Okay? You fought in a fight. Would you have fought me if I was wearing a Panthers jersey? No, okay. she would not If have. you would have smelt Marth to her, she would have in a I mean, second if you smelt, yeah, word if you back at you. Shit. And you, got, you two would have thrown down against each other. Okay, I, oh my God, I would have got my ass that's kicked. Di- that's fight. the yeah. difference, though. I mean, because if somebody is going to talk shit to you <laughs> in your own stadium after that's you just are. lost and you're from another... Yeah, there is a dick move, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a universal yeah. dick move. I think it is. So, but I think Philadelphia fans in particular, there are a lot of really hardcore fans, and there's things that I don't like 
like like the how it represents like the it's a passionate city yeah but like i have seen some things go down that like I would blame Philadelphia fans for for just being like too trashy about it. Like, yeah. if you were to wear like a Panthers like jersey, like I know you can't do that. Yeah, and I wouldn't say you deserved anything you got, but like, but you would get really harsh treatment. Oh yeah. My old boss went to our playoff game in I think it was like 2005, and when we played Tampa Bay, and simply because he wasn't not an Eagles fan, but but simply because his friend's mother worked for the Tampa Bay organization. They just had all this free gear. And for some mm. reason, I mean, first of all, he grew up in Pennsylvania, so I don't know how he didn't get the memo, but he yeah, wore kind of yeah, all was... the gear, yeah. and he sat in the nosebleeds. And this is when they used to serve alcohol in the second half, which I don't believe they do anymore. I don't know. And um, he got peed on. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Wait a second. Did he get pushed down on the ground or something? Like, how, did well, someone hold it, it was down? It out, they, sure. I think it was progressive as these people got drunker because they were they were pouring beers, pouring beers, like on acting him? like dicks, yeah. And then what? they still sat laugh. there and enjoyed it. I know. Why would you sit there? That's First like abuse. Well, <laughs> go home. I, like, so my, you're you're uh, drenched. Go home. Yeah. So sneak into the 200 level for Christ's sake. It's really like, easy, okay? Go turn your jersey inside out really quick. I don't think they back. pee on you there. But like the no, point is, is that I I'm like, I don't condone that. I don't think well, it's you a You don't represent the whole lot of the No, but I also know that you were given a lot of opportunities to just not do that. Yeah, don't like if you know Philadelphia at all, have respect for like yes. that, yes. and just like like I would go, I would never go to an Oakland because I would say Oakland's oh, comparable. Yeah, yeah. I almost because I've lived in California no, no. for ten years, and yeah. so I'm like don't get to see my Eagles a lot. So they were playing Oakland one year, and I'm like if I go to this game, which I didn't, and You're thank God because they yeah. lost, I'm like I'm just gonna wear white. Yeah, I mean I'm like I'm not gonna like represent because. Because, like, I, I am a fan from a city that understands your fan base. And we, I think, there are the only two stadiums in this in the NFL that have um, holding cells. Uh, we have prisons oh in the stadiums. So you Chicago can actually... has that, too. At Soldier Field, there's Oh, prisons. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. I thought there was only... I That's thought it was crazy. only... Oakland. Not, like, you know, oh, like, prisons. real yeah. prisons. Yeah. Yeah. Like but the it's Disney, a holding like cell. Yeah. Jail. jail, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they just put you there. I mean, look, oh I don't gosh. have these problems as a Bears fan. Everybody just loves us. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the she Bears, that's all I know. Yeah. We actually watched... So, by the way, we... Our favorite thing is watching these games together when yeah. our teams play because it's fun. You okay. know, I like that you guys are actually sports fans. Like I wasn't sure if yeah, that, you know, yeah, that's good. This yeah, is good. like oh, I play fantasy talk football. About I'm kind like of into it. Excited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this yeah. is good stuff. I like it. I love that you like don't know anything about it's like football, bad. but you just like you still went to the games and stuff and oh, like I went to all the games. And I love them. I was really in the gift shop. At, during you were that's a true story. Tell the story. The story is, is good. that I went, I was went, you know, went to the game. I was at the game, and I used to get bored during. He was, he was an offense. This is his first game in player. the NFL. Right. Not at the first game, but it was like one of the first. Okay. And so when the defense was playing, I would like go to the bathroom or yeah. go to the gift shop. And this particular time, I was in the <laughs> gift shop, and I heard over the loudspeaker, "Touchdown, Mike Sideman, eighty-two." And I was like, oh. Oh, "Fuck, fuck!" <laughs> or whatever I was looking at, like ran out, like I was there, like you know. Yeah. But, Does he know you were in the gift shop? Yes, and he yeah. doesn't care. Like that's the thing. Like he never really like he. I think what part of it he probably liked me. Part of the reason, well, maybe was because I wasn't all about that because mm -hmm. he's not all about that. So he wouldn't yeah. have wanted to date someone that he felt like, you know. Pro-hoes, because those do exist, pro -hoes. So what's a pro-how? Pro-how would be a girl who only dates athletes. Mm. You know what I mean? Like right. Evelyn Lozada. She must be like... Wise. Remember her? Oh, okay, yeah. she, she must be like a 10, a pro-ho, because you kind of have to be, right? right? Like, I know. Yeah, part of me, like... Okay, so I, I feel both ways about it, um, in the sense that 
okay, there's nothing wrong. I used to, do, I would be like, there's what, what, what's wrong with liking a young, wonderfully in shape, rich person uh, who's yeah. at the best oh, at what he does? Are sexy. What's wrong with that? Like, so what? You nothing. know, because so I don't, I don't give pro hoes a bad rap, but guys do. Like, oh. you know, the players, hence most the of hoe them, part, hence the heezy part. Yeah. yeah, and as long as you're not like banging all of them maybe if you went from one serious relationship you know I don't personally see anything wrong with it but it does have a bad stigma I think anytime yeah. you're um, as a man that has some level of acclaim you're in a group that has acclaim mm -hmm. you could be in a band or you could be a professional athlete like whatever it is or you're yeah. famous yeah. like actor there's always going to be that like riffraff that comes with it oh, you know yeah. like groupies oh, in yeah. a way oh and that's real and mm -hmm. one of the reasons why I was really excited to have we were both excited to have you on this podcast is because I think the only representation of like women in professional mm -hmm. sports that are like married to athletes is like what you see on TV, yes. which is yes. like pro ho bullshit yes. kind it's, of thing. I and that's not real. You like you talk about it's exception. Confused why like people would want to portray it that way because yeah. I feel like you you take let's just say football for the sake of it, but at really any sport that's like it's the most watched one of those watched things on television ever why wouldn't you want to make another show about it that actually is like entertaining but puts it in a good light like why well, then do you have to take it down because it's reality you know, TV fun to watch is, a it. is like watching a train wreck it is mm -hmm. but I like to think this could be wishful thinking but I really do think that there's going to be like a curve in the trend of that I do too this is my hope and I really do think it's going to happen because I know for me who loves like forever for as long as I can remember loved you know, ratchet reality TV. Yeah. But now I'm sick of it. And I've oh, seen it. And I've seen enough of these girls. At, you know, so if I think that, I'm sure everybody does. And I think people do. And I think it's women's time to rise up. But that's a whole yeah. different conversation. Well, no, but, but yeah, I it's think like, that it's going to change. And I thought Wags on E, it started out like I was obsessed with it. Oh, I'm still, I'm obsessed with it. But yeah. And now <laughs> it's starting to take the like, well, the wives like do not talk to, like, I, we don't mess with the girlfriends, okay? Like, oh, you geez. need to be on ah. And I'm like, see, that is so ugly. Like, if I ever met someone like that, I'd be like, you're a joke. Mm -hmm. like, but it's you, almost like yeah. a produced thing. It's all, I hope yeah. so. You I mean, know. I think some people probably are like that, but I, I would hope most of Well, you know what? Like, I, one of uh, a girl uh, that I love dearly, that one of my good friends that I grew up with, yeah. I mentioned to you before we started the podcast, she's an NFL wife. And I've met some through, and, and her husband's retired, and I've met some other girls through her. And I love these girls, and they're not yeah. like that, and no. neither are you. And so I think that it's, it's maybe it's about us, you know, having yeah. that, bringing that voice, because I don't think that you're going to find a lot of reality TV show producers mm -hmm. that don't want to produce a show that's just like New Jersey Housewives or whatever Which it is. I know, but it's like you, you want to flip a table. <laughs> you get a bunch of women together yeah. and yeah. it's just really about tearing them down because it's more maybe entertaining to watch because that's what reality sh TV has become yeah. from the days of the real world and it's then catapulted into oh like like a train wreck like you can't yeah. like you can't stop watching but it's like a literal train wreck but it's all produced it's not even oh, real yes. no well I I, I I think it's heavily produced yes yeah. and I do think there is some real aspects well there's like, ego and stuff yes of course and like basketball wives and stuff I don't even think those are still on but they were so bad and they weren't even really wives or girlfriends it. Like, it was all exes and like you know so that was just right. like bitter like I said I think they're on to something with wags and I heard E's ha E has I know that they're filming it mm -hmm. about the Rams move to LA and mm -hmm. it's about the Rams and their lives. Oh, so awesome. I'm thinking that will probably be a more positive that would be cool. yeah. like spin, but the only thing that makes me nervous is this. So I told you guys I love Wags, which uh -huh. takes place in LA and it's like half girlfriends, half wives. 
honestly, half and half. Half of them were amazing and like really fun to watch and really nice. And then their half are like, or there's a few that are the bitchies. Like, and you're not, well, they introduced a bunch of the Rams wives on one of the last episodes of Wags. Uh-huh. Probably as ease way to kind of like here's our new show. And the ones they introduced were the. We don't mess with a girlfriend, wags. Oh, so and I'm hoping that's they not can. what this new Rams show is going to be about. Because yeah. I'm like, wait, hold I want to like this. Those women used to live in fucking St. Louis. Right? So where yeah. is this attitude coming from? Attitude, okay? Yeah. 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 Take, take that attitude thing. back to St. Louis. That's what was actually what was so funny about watching Wags is like the girls <laughs> that are the girlfriends are so fly. Like they're like, and they're so funny and cool. They make the entire show. So I'm like, truth be told, you guys are haters. Like you're a little jealous because they probably get more, you know. Right. Then yeah. Now, so now you're busting out the like, well, you don't even have a ring on your finger, and it's like, if that's all you got to like throw in someone's face or to make yourself feel better then you're looking like but an it's idiot. more it's the direction that, that and, they want to take the show before yeah, you even no, know you're in the show but that's like and that's not that's what's not fair about it because it's just one representation and it's them steering the direction of how they want the show right. to be because they're trying to live in this world of reality tv and making things contentious yeah. and all that so you kind think of the stuff. producers are like duping them. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, but yes. that's just what it's. Yeah, I would, they have to. Yeah. Are you kidding? Like, you can't. Nobody just wants to watch a... normal people on reality TV because no. it's just like boring. Well, yeah. No, yeah. No, I mean, but think about it. I mean, it's like drama is what sells sex, yeah. drama, controversy, and it's a shame that they would take things that maybe are the exception and exploit it to make middle America or who met people that don't know think it's the rule you know but this this is also happening not on reality TV it's also happening just in the real world on Twitter with like Aisha Curry who got who felt the Compelled to voice her opinion about her husband when they were in That's the finals, a great point, yeah. and she like said the the NBA is rigged and all this stuff, and she got a bunch of shit, and I even gave her shit. I think probably <laughs> here on the yeah. show because yeah, yeah. I was like, "You are representing your husband, and you are in a public forum. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, I you have to agree. think yourself. Like, you have to think through and that. That's like, his job. Like, you right. cannot do that. Like, you I need to represent like, too. You know? Yes. Oh, and that's, that's one of the lines that they use. Like, you got to re- represent <laughs> on the show. Oh no, you're perfect to be a yeah, yeah. But it's I mean, I'm telling you, I would love to, to be in this club. I just, you know, yeah. I've just Listen, never made I, I my way in there. I think you okay? We can right. make call. Get her. I hook it on it. I love to try. Listen, I'm not going to tell you that I wouldn't want to be in it. I, I am super into athletes. Always, yeah. Been, you know? Like I said, they're usually in good shape. I like, dated a you football know, player yeah. all through high school, just because, like, you know, there's athletes are sexy. They're macho. They're like a lot of things. And they're hard workers. That's what you want in a man. Exactly. Like I, you know just on a different note but kind of the same is like like I was saying before why wouldn't you be attracted to somebody yeah. like it's the characteristics that got them to the NFL or yeah. the NBA that are attractive hustle hard work dedication and I remember when he was retiring it's like a big thing that, that it's like a very talked about known thing you know that a lot of players when they retire they go through divorce or like their you know their wives leave them or girlfriends or whatever and I know my husband was like really insecure for a hot second which he was just having a moment because he was retiring and that was like really hard but right. yeah I, and and I saw very clearly though how that could happen and, and it not be like a, oh she was only with him for the money and the fame type yeah. thing and that's this when he was going through retirement he like when he first knew and it was like he like could not sleep he woke up every day and like started a company Aww. training high school kids while he went back to UCLA and got his degree like Aww. he did not stop and like he then he realized he didn't want to tr- be a trainer or a coach he oh he assisted coaches co- you know like he just d- kept moving like and we had two kids so like he felt like he had to but yeah. and I remember being like this is what I love about you okay it's not yeah. that you were playing football is that you're a hard worker work ethic is so important and like mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. so my point is I could see if like he laid around eating bonbons all day for three years yeah. I might be like I didn't sign up for this like not because you should you're the man you should be providing but just because 
that's unattractive. That's not who yeah, you, you were yeah. drawn to. So it's those yeah. characteristics that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. the mental strength that you have to have as an athlete, you know? Yes. I mean, it's such a mind fuck. Like, what you were saying, like, being in the NFL, like, people gunning for your job. Like, yes. you, it's already tough enough to be that good at football Mm -hmm. you know you're the best of the best and so to have to be that good and compete at that level and then have this culture surrounding you of like people constantly like 10 other guys that could take your position I mean that's gotta be like you gotta be really mentally capable and strong and that's a sexy quality in anybody it's true exactly I agree with that and that yeah like in college you might be the big even at a big school you're like the big fit but then NFL everybody's good it's like they're all insane so it's a good point and I'm sure it was nice for him I don't know but like to have you as a support and somebody at home that was like not just like I want the new Lexus and I want yes. the new this yes. and that. Yes. I mean, that's got to play a huge role in a successful career in the NFL. Is like just having support, whether totally. it's a wife, a girlfriend, a friends, family, whatever it is. Does yeah, that play a especially huge role? when you're away from home. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, yeah, I feel like that was was really fun actually because. It was like just the two of us out there and you know we built that was really the foundation of us building our relationship and our life together and it was cool to do it in a different city especially because we both have huge families and tons of friends out here because we both grew up here which is so fun but like when you're really trying to like build a relationship and that foundation it was kind of nice to have the space you know yeah. and, and we just were each other to lean on and we'd explore together and make new friends together it was really fun time and based on what yeah. you said about both your families I'm sure everybody there was real nosy <laughs> and really oh. wanted to know everything that was going <laughs> yeah. on in your business if yeah. I know anything about oh my, God. my side of the family yes. and oh, your yeah. Jewish side oh, of the family yes. like absolutely <laughs> and there's a lot of females in my family too which is not taking it but like you know we're all oh, in yeah. each other's biz yeah, all of us yeah, you know yeah. we want to know and you know so yeah it was like always fun the off season to be around to be with everybody and then it was like okay bye, bye. bye. it was like definitely the best of both worlds yeah. and then you said yeah. you had your daughter while you I were had still my in daughter Carolina while, yes but it was worked out perfectly because I was due in February and mm-hmm. they, they so he was done right that, that year actually I think they went to the playoffs in Seattle and then they lost and so mm-hmm. so he was home so like Ooh. he was home and like um, it's, it's working gone. out every day but not you know, it was like three solid months of just us being together with the baby, which was so fun. You're so lucky to oh, have had that. Yeah. Most people don't get that. That was There's amazing. There's no paid leave for men no, or women or no, anything like it that. It was like amazing. Now, did you yeah. have, you have two kids, right? Yeah. Did you have your second baby um, when he was still playing? Um, I, ha- I was pregnant with him when he went to Indianapolis. Oh, okay. So there was a lot of back and forth then because... Because yeah, the contracts can't. weren't guaranteed, we weren't going to go oh rent a house or buy a house. So, like, he found out maybe in spring that, or I don't know, late winter that the Colts wanted yeah. to sign him, sign, sign the contract, but, like, you know, and then would fly out. So he would fly out because oh um, they had mini camps before, yeah. like, the big mm-hmm. training camp. But, you know, I was pregnant. We had a little baby, like, a two-year-old. How did like, we you weren't do gonna, all that? Yeah. So that was the hardest. That was, like, a really tough part. That's when we, we learned that we do much better, like, together all the time than apart. <laughs> yeah. That was, like, a really rocky few months. And I was probably hormonal and pregnant, you know. Right. Yeah. So I would go visit him sometimes on the weekends. But that was tough. And then um, then when he left for training camp. But I, but I remember him being, like, really sad to be away from us. Like, he hated it. Yeah. And I remember, like, right before he, not, I mean, not to look too deeply into it, but I am a believer of, you know what you put out there and he kept saying like I just want to come home I just miss you guys 
And I was like, well, look what you, you asked for it. You got yeah, it. You, got you, got it. It. you yeah. manifest destiny. Yeah. So, you know? I mean, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of harsh to say, but it is kind of true. And it worked yeah. out. It was good. So anyways, then I had my son. So technically, no, he was not playing with my son. Yeah. What, is, how, what was that process for you, though? Like, kind of waiting. It's sort of like a waiting game, right? So are you Super thinking to yourself, I, have to move, I might have to move to Indianapolis. You have to uproot your entire life. Yes. Like, I'm pregnant. Like, is it... what what? things did you want to happen during that time that's a good question well I always wish that you'd be like playing in San Diego at the time because I'm like it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but let's see I, I mean the, it was the four years in Charlotte so that was really the only time it was from the Panthers to the Colts where it was like uh, oh what's yeah. gonna happen next well and that well actually then he rehabbed his knee then he a bunch of teams called him out to to work out for them mm-hmm. to see you know he hadn't retired then he's still and every like he, even though he would kill the workouts, every single person was like, "We're worried about his knee." And I don't yeah. blame him. It yeah. would tour back to back. I mean, so at that point, it was like, "Oh, he's going to Atlanta." You know, crossed my mind, but right. um, I you know, but I mean, yeah. you just I'm like, like trying do. to tap back. It was like eight years ago, I'm right? Like, what I, but I, I mean, I wanted it to work out for him so bad, but yeah. at the same time. You seem like the person where you would just sort of like adapt to whatever the situation was at hand. Like it was obviously not easy. And I don't think you're saying that it was like when he even just was like flying back and forth to India and you've got like a little baby and you're pregnant and like you're away from your family and you miss him. Well, at that point I was home. So I wasn't in Charlotte. The second we knew he wasn't gonna be in Charlotte, we like packed up and went home. Oh, that was smart. And we had a house. So we, we were home. So um, that made it easier. Yeah, yeah. That made it easier for sure. Cause like we had everybody around, but um, that was the hardest part for me personally. That it, because I was just like missed him and we were just fighting a lot. It was yeah. just you know. But like the worst part after that was I felt it was for him. I felt so bad for him. Like, yeah. He would, be, he would get so and he worked out so hard. Like he was training like rehabbing, just like you know and just yeah. want, you know want to, that's the hard part with any kind of sport is like it's unlike any other career in the sense that you're not you're not in control of it at all like your body's in control if your body mm-hmm. can't perform but you want to do it so bad and it's like you're it's like saying goodbye to your greatest passion and yeah. knowing you'll never like imagine was, if like tomorrow yeah. like you can't ever host again, host again. oh like, my god and you're, and you're, well, he was th- not even 30 maybe he was 30 but that's yeah. why I w- that's what came to my mind earlier when we were talking about like <laughs> longevity. Really sad. longevity for <laughs> athletes. That's what it brought to mind for me. Like that yeah. must be such a hard thing because it's you know there's things that you can control and there's things that you can't control mm-hmm. and like you can control what you're you know what you pursue and yes. but you can't con- but that's something you just can't control no. because of the physicality of exactly. it. Exactly. So it's like you train and you work hard your whole life to do it and you just. It's such a... It's a mourning process. Yeah, yeah. it really... It, it, it really, must have been. Yes. And, like, I I, um, I actually worked on a sh- pilot for a show with Mike and three other retired NFL players. Uh, it was a reality show that we got called in for by knowing someone, but about life after football. And mm-hmm. I thought it was... I actually... I mean... Well, That's great. It, it was amazing, yeah. yes. But it was interesting hearing the other guys' stories also um, because, obviously, I know Mike's friends' stories and stuff, but one of them was like, you know, I played football since I was five years old that's all I did all right. I did I didn't they know. take and that's he's like I you know he's very successful now and is like that was what was really cool about the shows because all four of them had like yeah survived survived you know what I mean and like yeah. you know and we're really positive and it was it, I I still think it would be really good to happen because it's especially with all that's going on and everything that people are learning about the concussions and what I've learned throughout this last few years is how many of them suffer from depression after like wow. yeah and part of it's maybe brain but like mm-hmm. part of it's also what we were just talking about like the loss accepting the loss like of a, a PTSD and if you don't have a supportive wife or mom or parents or you just have to be you know you know or you've a lot of these guys grow up in in like environments where 
like the second they get to that level like people are mooching off them and like that's all that they mm -hmm. love them for yeah in a sense right you know I mean? like a celebrity like yeah. Lamar Odom I kind of feel I feel like yeah. that's like his kind of situation I mean yeah totally you know? but yeah. it's that's the, also the situation. front part really of sad, yeah. you know it's it's like the front half of your life it's like you know and in many cases it's oh it's like it's different it's like the, you can have the level of fame or hanger on or people that now everybody's kissing your ass like yeah, an act like a famous actor would but that's different because it's like you can do that for however many yeah, years, you know, I mean, that, yeah. yeah, to some degree. But you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not based on physicality for the most part. But totally. like, but like with being an athlete, like it's the front half of your life. Like when it's done and you're mm -hmm. retired, you're not 65 years old. Like the average American yeah. retiree. No, you're 30 and you're ish. And you have the rest I of your life. I they say the average NFL career is like three years. Yes. So like, and you don't make enough money to support. I mean, you for know, the rest of your life. Hell no, not even. So you got to completely either go into coaching or something which would be the obvious but my husband was like if i'm not playing i don't want any i don't want to do that which right. i was grateful for because coaches lifestyles are like brutal yeah, yeah. friday night lights. home yes <laughs> so i was like oh good choice um but yeah you're like completely learning like yeah. re you know reinventing but yourself the NFL is really cool like they do every year they offer this um they don't offer it they make their players do it at the like towards the end of the season no, that's not what it would be. It would, I don't know what it is. Somewhere around then, mm -hmm. they offer all, they have this whole day, career day or something, and they bring in every different kind of, like, career person you can imagine. Oh, wow. It's like a job fair kind of, and, like, whatever they're interested in, they offer um, internships. Oh, that's neat. During the oh. off season. So, like, that's really cool. So, yeah. I think that they, the NFL, like, Players Association is amazing. Mm -hmm. One day, when I make my mil millions, yes. yeah, I'm going to give back in some way because yeah. I feel like they are... They, have, they just have so many amazing programs and they're so good to their athletes after retirement. That's awesome. See, that's really refreshing amazing. to hear yeah, because you don't, I don't hear, I've you never don't hear once a lot heard of anybody say that. I mean, everything's perspective and my experience right. with them, like in times where we've needed help or like just with anything, like yeah. they've always been amazing. They set them up with a really good, you know, medical stuff right. for not for long for like five years after and then a little longer but, but you know even i don't so. know they just the right. people are not i don't know I, I have lots of great things to say about them so i think they try and prep the players for for career right. after but they don't want to like my husband would be like i need to stay 100 percent focused on football like right. i don't want to start thinking about selling insurance like right because then you your know, head's out of the playing, game but they do try right so, yeah. and i think it's hard i think a lot of these players are plucked so young and plucked from small oh, towns yeah. where they don't think beyond that they don't know that they can think beyond oh, that a lot of them don't finish and college they don't have that background you can't get through to them until they're out and they're on their own and they have to endure it themselves and yes, it's hard to it's watch a harsh reality and i think people are real quick to blame the players or Association and the NFL and Roger Goodell, which I mean, Roger yeah. Goodell has is not you know great, but there's I yeah. mean there's something to be said. It's like he's got a tough job to be fair though. He does. You know? I think he needs to pull himself out a little bit and put a better like team oh, underneath him to sort of manage everything, and he should just kind of be like up in a corner office. Yeah, and yeah. because he <laughs> gets himself into, into fresh. Yeah. yeah, he gets himself into so many different situations. But anyway, let's yeah. not go on a rant on Roger Goodell. No, right now. And, no. and I know Sorry. you could, Rachel. But I know I'm not yeah. going to. But yeah, I mean, it's really refreshing to hear that. That was my experience. I <laughs> yeah. mean, for us, and they helped. You know what I mean? Or like, and are still helpful to this day. If I have questions, you know, I don't right. know. And, all sorts of things so now, yeah what about the kids are you gonna let your son play football well, and I does your am. daughter play sports yes so my daughter dances awesome. yes. and i'm so happy because i love watching dance and like the costumes and the, the dance moms they are as crazy now, as people would yeah, think i'm like no wonder there's a reality show about this shit girl She's you ten. can't get wow. away from all oh, this like crazy I'm reality fascinated world. With it. like i love like i always say you can't that's why i love i'm like in life you can't write this stuff like real life yeah. is so entertaining mm -hmm. so i and and 
I like to think I'm not insane, so I get the kick out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. ah, that bitch is crazy. You know, <laughs> so I find it very entertaining. Um, and I'm not like that, thank God. Yeah. But so she dances, and then my son's eight, so he mm. still kind of plays everything. Like he plays flag football. Uh, baseball and soccer mm-hmm. you know whatever is your so, but i will let him play. he rides a motorcycle so I'll what yeah. yeah he's a little dirt bike racer so that's, that's cool. his that's tyson's that's my that's his passion so football yeah i'll let him play football i just always feel like you can get hit by a bus tomorrow and like yeah, if yeah. he's passionate about it and he loves it listen i mean that was the chair that yeah. was not me nicole did not just fart yeah for the record nicole did not just fart and you know i'm interested <laughs> in kind of like, so you're a mom and you've got this career you're pursuing. Yes. And so, like, how do you balance it all? And, and like, what are your, like, career goals? <laughs> okay, well. It's like I'm interviewing. Well, I mean, we are interviewing yeah, you, yeah, but, yeah. you know. Um, my career goals are, well, that they're evolving. But when I first got into hosting, it was absolutely with the goal of, having uh like Andy Cohen was my muse like I mm-hmm. saw Andy Cohen I literally googled like what's Andy Cohen's job because I was like I want to do this yeah so um I would love to be on a, like a, the view this is all you know these yeah, are all, yeah. this is what brought me to hosting now I I just want to have like okay so my new venture is mom tales which is tales of motherhood one cocktail at a time love which it. is really like just it. like a real honest approach to motherhood and like just life you know what I mean I yeah. like that when people are blunt and honest and tell me what's really going on I like to tell people what's really going on it mm-hmm. feels good it's funny you know we all love our kids but like they drive us insane I'm so I'm creating this what I hope will be you know a website where people can yeah. go and share their stories and I'll share mine and I can interview you know Other I have a friend moms. whose husband just got back from the Olympics and she's a mom and yeah. I actually interviewed her similar kind of like to this like uh-huh. about yeah. balancing it all and so I but I also am going to do my next piece on my hairdresser who's battling breast cancer wow. and like how it's awkward because I have to get my grades done and like she's going through chemo and I'm like I don't know what to do yeah right. so and you're I'm, like I'm, oh I just yeah. want my daughter's being a little brat right now exactly. and you're like oh like, you're going through cancer okay. what I le- <laughs> literally that put it in so much perspective yeah. like like, I'm trying to figure out what summer camps, like, we're going to do. And you're, like, trying to schedule your, like, chemo and double mastectomy. I'm like, okay. But, it, you know, it helps, yeah. like, yeah. you know, it brings things full circle. And it's also, like, that also helps you to probably put a lot of things into perspective. Just about, like, you know, how grateful you are with yes. things in your life. And then it's a good story, you know, to share out to people. I think so. You know? Yeah. Because I, a lot of times we get caught up in these trivial things. And it's, like, totally. in our life, because that's just our life. But, like, somebody always... some I read this uh, quote somewhere, and it's, everybody's fighting their own uphill battle. So be kind. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Nice. I like your quote I better. Being yeah. 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 Like but, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> It's all of it. Just, you know, yeah. be nice. I feel like there has to be, you know, like I said, what brought me into hosting and since I was in seventh grade, I've been obsessed with, like, I used to, I convinced my parents to trade custody days because my mom wouldn't let me watch MTV and I wanted to watch <laughs> The Real World. So I, like, I slightly convinced them so I could watch it at my dad's. But now I really do feel strongly that there has to be some sort of shift into mm-hmm. things a little more positive. And I feel like there's so much dark-ish things yeah. happening in the world right now that oh, I really would like to, like, be a, a you know, a light, you know, yeah. or bring light to wonderful things that are happening. But it can be funny at the same time. It doesn't have to be goody two shoes Pollyanna. You know no. what I mean? Like you can be real and stuff, but also like, okay, but here's like what's good that's happening. And I think yeah. as we need that. a TV personality, which I'm hoping to be, like I would like to goal wise. It's yeah. very refreshing, and yeah. I think that's a that's very similar to what we're trying yep. to accomplish. Yes. And at the same time, because there's a lot of entertainment in comedy, yeah, and a, mm-hmm. and a lot of truth in yes. that you can bring out with comic relief. But yeah. I think that's a lot of where the world is today a with feminine a guy uh, like a 
somebody in Hollywood told me femini- feminism is very on trend right now, which I think is hilarious. You it's know? just like, the verbiage like, of it is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I know, but it is. Like, but the, it is true. You know, but it is. But that's but that's where yeah, it's really dumb. But it's like, but it's also like you know, chick TV shows and women in power are like that's becoming a thing. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, it's about fucking time but because mm-hmm. it should be. Yeah, because if women could get along, we would for sure be ruling the world. And yeah. So like, we just got to get the girls to get along a little better, and then we can really. Right. Yeah. And we need know? support yeah. a different picture out there. Like you, yes. we need your show. We need our show yes. because, like you were just saying about the wags and all these women yes. just like bickering and fighting. Like, yeah, we have moments, but so yes. do men. But that's yes. not even so, the real issue. And no. like, it's like that's not helping. That's us. not helping. It's not helping exactly. anybody. Yes, it's no. entertainment, but can't we just like go to a movie? Isn't that entertainment I enough? I completely agree. Yeah. And I feel like there, yeah. people can be really entertaining without fighting. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you're probably hilarious. You're hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, there can be entertainment and it doesn't have to be always so bad you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and I am sick of it like and it's just the same thing all the time so if we can find a way to entertain people make them laugh and also yeah uplifting, why not and you even know? god forbid give somebody information or Ooh, insight maybe inspire them imagine that well, and what? I love girls like I'm a total girls girl like I have great relationships with my girlfriends my sisters, my mom, I like, can tell. so yeah. I think that's probably part of the reason why I am now frustrated. Like, girls don't always just fight. Like, we no. have a really good time and we're funny. You but know, see, yeah. that's a we- that's and, and that's an interesting dynamic to talk about with a female because really the bigger issue is the fact that it's just you know a lot of industries are male dominated and that women need to have more of a voice. You know, we might have a, our first female president ever. Like, yeah, who knows? right. But yeah. like the it's whole the whole thing with women, <laughs> it's, so it's very on trend. Yeah. I mean, Veep, but, but the other just... yeah, Veep is a TV show about. Out of female empowerment. But right. the other thing is, is that like, that's the real issue. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. secondary issue is women not being supportive of women, but, but that's like only, you know how like, it's like, it's like girl, only girls know things are happening sometimes. Yes. And like you try uh, to describe yeah, it to well, a men man. Are obtuse. Well, yes. no, listen, it's like, men just look at you when like you're, 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 that's yeah. that whole thing where it's like, oh, you're crazy. And it's right. like, you just you don't know, understand. You just missed it. You yes, just don't yes. understand. Yes. This, you missed it. Yeah. This other crazy. level. Yes. Uh, we're operating on this, this one level. Okay. All of us. And then there's this other level that you don't understand. And all the girls are playing up here in this, in this playground. It's the women's intuition. So that's the part that we're talking about. That any man that's listening to this is gonna be like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" It's yeah, true. But it's, them it's, true. it's the girl on girl crime. It's like a hate crime. Yes, but, I, but I see with men too. It's like I, yeah. know, I can very much read people's intentions, oh, and like for sure. you may say one thing, but like I know what you're really saying. Whereas mm-hmm. like my husband, who is like the sweetest, most non-judgmental person alive, which is but they can ironic, still coexist. He, yes, he like oh. Oh, I didn't realize they meant it that way. I'm like, that's what was happening. That's why they got, you know, like, you yeah. know. So I agree with well, you. Well, men, men just don't think that way, but their egos. I think. I mean, and I don't listen. I don't pretend to understand men, but like, yeah. but like, I think that they, but they definitely guys have that thing with each other, like the mm-hmm. rivalry or whatever. Right. But they just still can like coexist in that yeah. environment it's where I think it's a lot harder so for sensitive. women. Yeah, yeah, they're not emotionally based. Totally, they're like brain based. Yeah. That's their first instinct. We're yeah. more we're, our first thing is emotion. Totally, which is like super annoying. It is. But all, yeah, time. it is. It can be annoying and wonderful at the same time. But so it, because we really understand like yeah. the the like the dichotomy of like you know we understand like what's happening sometimes yes. in, in an emotional and a logical way and yeah. so I think it's what makes us able to operate at a higher level and to be in these like tough environments and to be in leadership positions and all that sort of thing but yeah I I agree with the the girl on girl thing and I just you know I think that reality TV is a part of what makes it a thing yeah totally you know? it only it's feels a, that fire yeah. this, this day and age like 
everything with TV. Well, it always has been like this, but since we have such immediate access, which is true, it's like, and I see it with my daughter already, like not as much TV, but so, you know, she mm-hmm. is on my Snapchat looking, you know, so if it's everywhere, it's yeah. not just on television, it's on all social media. So the younger generation and like even our, like the girls that are, I don't know, like teens and twenties, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a younger generation ish than mine. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's like all consuming so if it's all negative and catty then they're gonna grow up thinking that's real mm-hmm. yeah and I mean it's not always real there's definitely it's not real and there's no. a, there is a real shift happening though for sure so too. like yeah. it's starting a little bit with like that what's that model Ashley Graham she's like oh, a yes, plus size plus model size. but she's like a size 8 yeah and I'm like Jesus Christ, not a size, size eight. I'm, I can be a plus size model. Okay. Is that what you're saying? I have to just say she's not a size eight. Like I, I just I saw a picture. Well, she's got to be. Like, but, but like, either way, I get your point. Yeah. 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 But but even no, so, st- thank God. I I mean, I, I'm not advocating like being overweight. No, no, I don't no. think she's overweight for the record. No, but I'm she's just normal. saying that she's just like a normal and she's person. Beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. The, to say normal is plus size. I don't know. How, I don't even know who she is. But like uh, to say that. But yeah, that's like a real problem. Right. It's an issue because then it's like we're all comparing ourselves to these people. Oh yeah, and the, you know, and that's what creates that. And now with like selfies and like oh. you know, is disgusting. Instagram models and just like anybody can be a Instagram model now. Model. No, yeah, it's I the can't seriously. Though, I can't. You know, no. I feel like the one good thing about at least right now, well, even bef- even right before this plus size thing was more of on trend yeah. um, is like for us growing up like when we would see models in a magazine like nobody talked about airbrush you know what I mean right? Yeah. at least now that's talked about like if my daughter's like oh I'm like that's airbrush like it's you know fake. like come on it's yeah, not yeah, you know yeah. so at least we can have that conversation with the younger generation mm-hmm. but um, I for do think us? it's shifting in like yeah. a way that's just accepting people in general more you know we need yeah. a lot more of that. Yeah, I think, I think so. so too. And then we're going to spread it to the south. We're going to end yeah. up north of oh. the Yankees. By the way, we're going to take it all the way over. You, yes. you two are going on a road trip. We are to South Carolina. Motivational speaking Seriously, road trip. I cannot know. be racist anymore. Because you That's know what? So I have never been discriminated against, and you can't even really talk about that as a white girl. But no. like. You know, but yeah. you can. I well, was I've discriminated against as a white person in but the South. But that's actually sure. I saw that. I the... was in in Baton Rouge, like, Ooh. and I was like, I am not racist. I'm but not, they... I like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good oh, segue a into what yeah, I wrote see, down as my baller story. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah, I was I, just gonna say, I, was, I actually didn't. I didn't really feel like a baller, so I don't know. But like, whatever. But maybe in the end, I did, but because I dumped this guy. But I didn't know anything, as I mentioned before, when I went to school, and so I. When I was a freshman and I like explained my Civil War story mm-hmm. at Clemson, I like had no idea that any of these things exist existed. Yeah. Culturally shocking, like what the hell? Like where am I? And so I started dating this guy. Oh, and I had a nose ring at the time too. And so I started yeah, dating I this guy. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I mean it was just a little yeah, yeah, yeah like you can see sparkle. my scar. Yeah, I was literally yeah. just noticing that and I was like, I yeah, wonder if she had a nose I ring. Had a line for scar. Years. Like I had my kids and I still had it. Yeah, yeah they're, they're super cute. Cool. Cool. But then, yeah, it was no, cute. I mean they're not inappropriate. I mean, I had a little stud. I wasn't like Joan Osborne. Not even that that would have been wrong, but I just like it was cute, it was small, but guys are way cooler than me. But so I started dating I started dating this guy when I was like eighteen. And I, he was in like, there, like we, it was very Greek where I went to school, and it was like the, the fraternities were like everything, oh you know. That gosh. was the culture that existed then. It was so stupid. So and you were a sorority girl? Actually, wasn't, oh, but I rushed. The okay. I did rush, um, but I ended up not being in a sorority. But I, I still dated fraternity guys and athletes, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so cliche, but I, um, I so the one of the first guys I actually the first guy I dated at school. He was in like the real southern, the most southern um, mm-hmm. fraternity. It was called AGR, and they were like farm boys. Shut up. They literally oh, had a like... tractor on their front lawn of Jesus their fraternity bitch. house. 
like a tractor. Like, Amazing. I mean, could you get any that more cliche? Yeah, that should be in a movie for sure. Seriously, they wear overalls and stuff. Well, that's oh, what yeah. I'm yeah. yeah, straw hats. Like, yeah. that. Well, I can't wear like a trucker hat. I don't even know. I, yeah. I think AGR stands for like agriculture. Or something? Agriculture, like ranchers. <laughs> I don't know. I should probably know that. But anyways, I don't. I don't fucking know. Like whatever. Yeah. I was just dated like a cute boy. So I don't even remember his name. But I we were dating and he Billy took. Bob. Something probably, but you know, but you know what? He took me to a Christmas formal and it was super fun at their AGR house. And like, everyone's like super Southern, like Billy Bob style wearing like cowboy hats and stuff. And, um, I'm just like trying to get down with this. And like (laughs) he, so I hear somebody talking about, oh, and, um, side note, his father was, um, a Senator, uh, in the state of South Carolina, state Senator. So, um, yeah, of course. And then, um, so... Wait, of South Carolina? South Carolina. Do you guys watch um, Southern Charm? No. No. Amazing. I don't okay. even... Mental <laughs> note. Okay, I'm going to write that down, Southern you Charm. Is that a reality show? Well, this guy yeah. did not have go. any Southern Charm. in South Carolina. Because I was... Uh, that's where they lived, I think. But so, um, anyways, long story short, they asked... Uh, I, I overheard him and the guys and some girls of the girlfriends of the guys uh, that were at this thing talking about and we were like dating and talking about like this um, like crab feed that they were having at his parents house like the next weekend and he was like I could hear him like trying to like whisper like as if to like not invite me so like me being me I like walked up and I was like so what's up with this crab feed like <laughs> yeah why are whatever you and yeah. like he literally took me aside and was like I can't like he's like I like I just thought I was gonna go because we're like dating. I had been dating him longer than these other guy guys were dating these this girls. Is so weird. He's like he, he broke it down for me, and he was like, I mean, th- it was refreshing that he was honest because I can make f- tell this story now. But he was like, um, I can't bring you, and I said why, and he said because I can't introduce you to my parents, and he goes. And I said, why? And he goes, it's because you have a nose ring. And, like, my parents are oh, really conservative. I well, it gets better. Okay. It yeah. gets better. Um, and, no, he didn't even know I was Jewish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you, you wouldn't have been dating. Yeah. No, yeah. it gets better, though. I was like, well, I can take it out for, like, a couple hours. Because I, like, waitressed at the time in college. And yeah. I had to actually take it out and, like, put yeah. it back in. He's like, I'm like, I'll just take it out. It's cool. It's all good. And he's like, no. He's like, well, the real reason is because I, you're from New Jersey and I can't oh introduce my you. God. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, you don't even know that I'm Jewish. Yeah. Right. Imagine if you knew the truth. And yeah. then this, I, I take it the mom, not your dad. So you're like he a white dumped or, me yeah. because I was from New Jersey. That's insane. And I had a nose and tried to pretend like it was because I had a nose ring. And I was like, I was like, and then that motherfucker had the audacity to try to um, hook up with me that later that night. Uh, what? Uh, you guys, that's crazy. And, and then, then like, take, I love how he thought he probably thought he was like walking on the so wild here's side, my baller story with like a little like dainty. You know, I know. Like, cute. He's like, she's hip. from Jersey, and I wasn't like all like fucking trashy or anything. No. I just was from New Jersey, you know. Like, well, well, I was sure. like, but see, you're, I'm, eight, I'm 18 years that's old, true. and I'm like, why is? But like, you guys, this was like my very first time that this was ever like a problem you know I'm like everybody I know is from New Jersey and we weren't weird towards each other and so you're not weird pa- towards people from the south probably no no, no. I didn't so know that was that like, was the real shock outside weird. of the civil war because it was like personal for me so weird because I got dumped for that and I was like really confused by it so my baller part of the story was there was wow. like a white elephant or like everybody got to like choose a gift you know we opened our yeah. gift because it was a Christmas formal and it was all bottles of liquor yeah so after that um and after he tried to hook up with me everybody was like drunk and passed out and I was like fuck you I'm leaving I'm not sleeping here so I went downstairs and stole everybody's present <laughs> and I took like 15 bottles of liquor back to my dorm room and was like let's get out of bitches you know 
That's amazing. A so that, that is, is a baller part. story. Because that's, I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm that like, is I'm, amazing. You were the Grinch that stole the Jew that stole and Christmas. I had, and I had the Jew that stole the Jew Christmas. That stole Christmas and I they had deserved the, it. I had yeah, the best did. bar in the dorm. People would come over and they'd be like, let's pregame at Shannon's. She's and I'm like, this is how we do it. And guess what? That's how I made a lot of friends thereafter was because of that. Yeah, that outcome. So that was my baller part of the story. That's a good story. Yeah. It's a good story because you got your, you know, redemption in the end. And it's also fascinating about that they're that weird about people. I did not know that. that well, that, you know, I mean. They took it that seriously. It was, I, I mean, I guess. I didn't have that I, I think because maybe his dad was a senator, so that meant yeah, a lot more to, like, his stupid-ass family. And I'm just like, <laughs> you, I don't know. But you know what I mean? But, like, yes. it was just weird. It was, like, very, like, I, but I was still, like, hurt by it, of course, you know? Really liked I just, him. like, yeah. drank my, like, sadness yes. away. For the whole year. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, fuck you, you know? That's and I don't know amazing. to this day if he knew I was the one that stole it, but I was just always, like, secretly hoping. Well, now he knows it. Right? He's listening. <laughs> listening. Whatever your name is, Kevin or something dumb. Kevin, who was an AGR. I wish you remember what his last name was. Only because of the show. You gotta check it out. It was, such a, you... it was such a big school that I, like, it was easy yeah. to, like, never really see. Like, I never hung out with AGRs again because I was like, you guys are weird yeah i'm trying to think i'm of like i don't a, think your tractor sexy that's, yeah, that's I it know. yeah i don't want to go for a ride i've yeah. really good experiences with cowboys but Ooh, i cowboys i like cute. cowboys i like a good cow i don't have any really good baller story i can think of right now besides okay. like my favorite thing about southern cowboys like but real cowboys mm. like wranglers and boots yes. and like belt buckles yeah is I spent a lot of time in Florida, in Central Florida, which is oh my God. real Such country. Rude. Yeah. Um, and Why I, did you spend a lot of time there? Because I lived, I know, I worked <laughs> in news there, okay. and I stayed way longer than I should have. But okay. um, it was great opportunities. Anyway, yes. so when I lived there, I made, uh, I formed a new hobby of country line dancing. And I, oh my God. Oh, she can do that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So That's I'm amazing. like city girl though. I'm like city. There's like no one in Chicago listens to country music. No. Like I never listened to country so you music. Found, like, a secret love. Yeah. So I get to Florida and my cousin who lived in Tampa was like, come on, Ray, we're going to go country line dancing. And I was like, no, I'm like, I don't do, I do country yeah. music. Like, what are you talking about? Um, she's like, it'll be fun. You love to dance. Like, we'll just go. And I like fell in love. And then I was like, That's I so want to do like the two step and they do it like in the round, which okay. is like they, they play the slow songs and you two step oh, and you walk in the cute. circle. She like does like, the real thing. Yeah. I like know like, the whole partner. Thing. Yeah. With a partner. That's and I was so like, cute. That's mm-hmm. cute. But I was like, I don't have a partner. Like who's, she's like, just go ask a cowboy. They weren't, they're not going to turn you down. And I was they're like, very really? Yeah. So I did. I went up to any cowboy I could find that was alone, and I was like, "Could you two step with me?" And they said, "Yes, ma'am." And they, and they, t- they did, and that was like the best experience of That's my life. Really so cute. now, whenever I go back there and I want to two step, I go up to all the cowboys and, and I they, ask one and I make them dance with me, they, and it's great. The, they do have good manners in this stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, and that's cute. That's romantic too, kind of. And you know like, what? I don't want a cowboy. That's yeah. my mental picture. And they're very this is a good one. appropriate. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 You man. Until they drop the N word behind your back. No, yeah. Kidding. Well, like and that. I hate yeah. to talk shit on the South, but no, if you want to meet a real polite. cowboy, not to say that there's not real cowboys in the South, just drive two hours away from here, from oh, LA. California is, yeah. is the biggest it state is. for agriculture there's in the country. Two hours north. Or south doesn't matter anywhere outside but they're of not it. Cow, they're not ra- cowboys. They are. They're like no. ranch, they're co- rancher no, cowboys. No, I'm telling right? you, they're the they're rich a cowboys because yeah. the ranch in California is. That's what I'm saying. They own okay. all the land in this state, yeah. and this state anywhere where there's not an urban area, and there because there's so many um, fields, mm-hmm. like, a, like a lot. Of, yeah. The, the majority of our produce comes from the state. Yeah. You just go. I, like, because I used to work in agriculture, yeah. and so you just drive this way or this way, 
you can get avocados farms oh, this yeah. way. Go this way, you get melon farms. You go this way, you get this. This oh, way, you get this. Past where I live, past Westlake. Yeah. yeah. You know, like going to Ventura and Santa Barbara, it's majority all farmland. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You go yeah. deep, deep in the valley. Stinky, like, you know, oh, yeah, like those you cows. onion farms. Oh, or like, you know, some, some of, of the hottest really, hidden yeah, gems. And the hottest cowboys live in the stinkiest towns yeah, in this state. I'm not even going to say what I'm thinking. But Do it. Just no, no, say no, it. No, say no. it. Because I was just imagining when I drive through those fields and I have never seen a hunky hot cowboy yeah. on a horse. I see the poor people picking the strawberries and stuff. Oh, yeah, and the, yeah. You know, you're so, like, but I, I'll keep my eyes peeled for these yeah. hunky cowboys. One, you know, one in ten, you're going to catch that guy with a shirt off. Like, one in ten, I'd say one in ten million, but I would he's, like to yeah, see it. Okay. Yeah. Well, he doesn't That's have hot. to work in the field because he's like, he you know, running the shit somewhere. Yeah. Oh, actually, wait, okay, maybe this can be my, uh, since we're Go on ahead, this, yeah. I wouldn't normally think this is a baller, but I don't know what I was thinking when you were just talking about that. So there's this farm called Underwood Farms. It's like 15 yeah. minutes from mm-hmm. my house. I know it's it. amazing. Like gorgeous. They own so much land. I used to take my kids there all the time. Well, I chair the fall festival at my kid's school, which is like their big <laughs> like carnival. Uh-huh. And Farmer John, I'm not even kidding, that no. was his name, had to deliver like the 100 hay bales that I ordered. And so I met him at the school the night before and he was so hot. He was <laughs> a fucking cowboy. Oh, I'm meeting him again. John. The fall festival is on October 21st. I'll meet him the night before and I'll take a picture for you. Yes. He's oh, a, yeah. I, I can't Send us a picture of too. What's his name? Farmer John. Farmer yes. John. Literally, which is so cliche because I was thinking of like, isn't that the sausages? <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. I'm like that seems like very cliche, and I was picturing, and then he had an accent. He was like fly. Wow. So absolutely, so they do up. exist in Southern oh, California. They do. I'm telling you, the rich cowboys. I mean, people don't I'm know. For a ring this people time. don't. I got yes. you. Girls don't know about him. Scope and I out. actually, ha- I've dated a farmer, and they're sexy. Because they can do manual As labor. Fuck. Yeah. And like, yeah. So athletes and farmers, ladies. That's Anything, where it's that's at. Where we, mm-hmm. That's, that's where, where we learn at. from yeah. this episode of playing. <laughs> fuck a rock star. Athletes are farmers. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Rock stars are a little diva-ish for yeah. now. I you mean, could have a rock star. like eyeliner. Yeah. 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 I, don't I mean, whatever. I'd probably still date you know? one. Yeah. Rock star for a night, and that's it. Yeah. I've been there, done that. I actually have done that, too. They're all, and they're like fucked in the head, too. They're disturbed with their music. Well, that should have been my baller story. Well, we got to get out of here but I, my, I actually hooked up with a country star guy oh, yeah i should have talked about that Who and was it? Save it for um, next, we'll have to have you back oh yeah we've got for like, next time yeah yeah we'll have to have you do more. also i forget his name but he, i, I can tell you that he's the lead singer of the band parmalee like who cares they're what like band? they have like two they're like a they have like two hit songs i probably shouldn't even would talk she about have two-stepped to one back uh, in definitely, uh, central florida definitely okay. yeah we'll google it that's Girl, all I, i'm yes. gonna stop i'm gonna 86 i'm a happy, the rest of I'm a happy lady give me give me in a country bar with my cowboy boots on you you could just put me in well, there and leave me alone for three hours and you don't have to see me that's amazing you know there's a country bar in thousand oaks which Where? Is, yeah, it's called Borderline. We're going. Yes, come. I come have up boots to the bird. now. I you just have bought boots them from Nashville. I, have, I don't. I don't. I'm a horrible dancer. I can't no. remember steps. It's really weird. But you could do I'll it. like fake the funk. I feel like I'm this sure is our, show our yeah. post podcast discussion. We could just like go on forever. It's like, all right, what are you doing next yeah. Tuesday? Yeah. Well, our our. You know what? Callie is making us stop now because Callie yeah. usually is actually the indicator that she's over it. Callie's already she's like a podcaster. Jabbed enough. All right. Well, thank you so much for bringing on today. Well, Nicole Seidman dot com Callie. is where you can find any you can it'll link you to anywhere so nicolesideman.com um but the say what web show is also a website and then mom tales coming soon yeah mom tales dot club though the dot com has been taken by someone who's doing nothing with it so isn't that the worst i'm like give it up we love having they, you this was so fun thank you yeah and also follow us on all the social medias at playing with balls and you can see some of nicole's stuff and mm, not my uh, balls though not her balls <laughs> no i hope you don't have balls <laughs> i don't <laughs>